improve your immunity naturally donna's story so recently a woman asked me how she can improve her and her kids immunity see a strong immune system is always essential for everybody but it has taken a special role during the covid-19 pandemic we know the people with lower immunity are at higher risk right so what you especially if you're a parent can do to protect yourself and your loved ones by improving immunity naturally so in today's program our guest donna turgeson will share her personal story of being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis at age 26 her discovery of healing principles and her passion for sharing those principles with others on how to boost immune system what helped her may help you too and her nourish your kids program may help our kids so would you like to learn those principles if so then stay with us thank you friends for joining us today i'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest donna turgeson hello donna good morning dr rosina thank you thank you for joining with us so donna turgeson is a certified health counselor mother author teacher leader lecturer and optimist since 2003 donna's company nourish our kids has made a vast impact on many lives with their storybook music and curriculum motivating children and their parents to embrace healthy lifestyle and if this is the first time you are joining us my name is dr rosina and i'm here to help you nurture a happy and healthy mind Over the last 20 years I have been serving as a medical doctor specializing in psychiatry a best selling author and a transformative speaker I started this program happy and healthy mind with Dr Rosina because I believe a lot of suffering can be prevented with mind training we share practical tips for your mental fitness in these programs these interviews are broadcasted live every saturday at 11 am pacific time If you're joining us during the live program, you can ask questions by putting them in comment section. And if you are joining us and if you are listening to the recording, you can ask questions in our Facebook group, Happy and Healthy Mind with Dr. Rosina. If you'd like reminders for these programs in future, you can text JOYFUL to number 38470 and we'll be happy to send you reminders and resources link. So before we start let me share that all this information we share over here is for educational purposes. Please refer to your healthcare professional for specific treatment advice. So today we are discussing ways to improve your immunity naturally. Let's hear Donna's story and health journey. So Donna please tell us uh, how did this issue become important in your life and what kind of challenges you faced before you started applying these tools in your life? Thank you Dr. Rosina. I was a sickly child. I suffered with a lot of illnesses, recurring bronchitis, asthma, eczema. And then in my early 20s, I had degenerative eye inflammation disease. And it was remedied with laser surgery and just, you know, traditional um, and steroid treatment. And then after I got married, I started having chronic fatigue. 
a lot of female issues, fibroids, and also, you know, tingling, tingling in, in my extremities, my, my hands and my feet. After counseling with a chiropractor, trying for several months, trying to figure out what was happening to, you know, what they supposedly say, you're healthy, you're young, it's probably stress. We were led to an MRI, which find, found the beginning stages of multiple sclerosis. And so that must be affecting your health a lot. And it must be pretty scary to get a diagnosis like that. It was devastating. It was devastating. It depleted me emotionally, sent me into a little bit of depression for several months. My dad had been suffering from multiple sclerosis for probably 10 years before. So it was, why me? Why did this happen? You know, how did I get this disease? Every doctor says it's not hereditary, along with dealing with, you know, traumatic grief from losing my twin brother in a car accident when oh, we were 21. So sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So that must be kind of all combining together. And so then you had to go through this health journey that you were talking about, and we're going to go in detail in a little bit. So how are you doing now? I am great. I am now 55 years old. So I am on the other side, you know, where I have combat multiple sclerosis. And I did that over a seven year journey, finding different modalities and therapies to boost my immune system, and then became, you know, an advocate and a certified health counselor to teach others. Wonderful. So symptom wise, how do you feel health wise? How do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. I mean, I boost my immune system on a daily basis. So a lot has to do with preventative mm -hmm. and really helping build up my immune system as I'm aging, as I still live in New York and there are, you know, there's a lot of chemicals and a lot of things that are out of our control. So just having a rigor and a discipline to continually building up my immune system. Wonderful. So can you teach us some of the tools that you use to help yourself and especially our kids? How can we improve immune system for our kids? So can you give us some immune boosting sure. ideas for the kids and for ourselves? Teach them early. After I had my children, I went to the Natural Gourmet Cooking School and I learned how to make baby food. Taking pieces of the foods that I was making, uh, the whole foods that I was cooking for my husband and myself, taking, you know, pieces of that, those ingredients and making homemade baby food for my, for my girls. So just training their palate, giving them the nourishment through eating whole foods, I think is, is the beginning steps to, you know, breastfeeding. So just having a more natural approach to teaching your children as they get older, and it becomes part of their, you know, their life. So there's no dramatic change or shift that has to happen. That's wonderful. So can you give us some ideas what are some of the practical steps we can implement? Sure. What I learned early on is eating in line with the seasons, you know, eating foods that are local, um, that are nourishing and has a tremendous amount of vitamins and minerals. Um, during that, you know, nature gives us these whole foods that we can start using to either, you know, 
make us warm in the fall as we're getting into the winter. So we have all of those root vegetables, the ones that live in nature and are grounding. So as we're having to bundle up and get into the cold weather, if you live in the Northeast, those are an abundance. And so eating local, eating in season, drinking water, um, making sure that you find the most, maybe not organic if you can't afford organic, but the, the most natural version of the meat and the poultry and, you know, the dairy and, and stay away from, you know, snack foods and, you know, high sugar foods. That's wonderful. So other than food, what else can you do? My philosophy is a balance, body, mind, spirit. Find ways to nourish your spirit. Find ways to, to, you know, bring in body wellness, right? Practices and quiet the mind. Our mind is so busy. So meditation, prayer, going joy for your spirit, dancing, laughing, love. Have a, If you have a pet, spend time with your pet. If you have your family, your children, spend time with your children. So that connection to your soul will complete the circle and bring in vibrance and health. Okay. So you were mentioning something about exercise. So is there a role for exercise in our immune system? Oh, definitely. We have to keep our, our body moving. And especially now that everyone's working at home and we're sitting, you know, they say, you know, this this lifestyle of sitting is going to come out to be the next, you know, the next cancer that we're all we're just not moving our body, our, our body needs to be moved. So my practice is yoga and Pilates, just finding ways stretching, walking, getting outside, getting vitamin D. We heard that COVID people who don't have vitamin D are suffering the most. So get your nourishment from the sun, you know, instead of supplements. So I think that it's get yourself act, out active as much as you can. Wonderful. So is there any role of water? Huge. Our body is made up of 70% of water. So most people walk around dehydrated. They start the morning with coffee, they're caffeinated, and they end the day drinking alcohol. Um, so and, is it water, coffee or alcohol fluids? It's, well, not, it's fluids, but it's dehydrating. So believe it or not, even seltzers are dehydrating. The only, the only beverage that's going to hydrate you and be great for your skin and your, your organs and help you with your digestive system is water. You know, it's water. So what if somebody doesn't like to drink water? Like plain water taste. You could flavor it up. You could start. You could start with seltzers. This is what what I did when I was was trying to transition myself. So I spent time drinking seltz flavored natural seltzers, and then over time, just in bringing in water. And if it's the the measurement is half your body in ounces, you know, you just kind of just play around with it. You know, I'm gonna drink four ounces of seltzer and eight ounces of water with lemon, you know, or lime. So. Wonderful. I've also heard a lot about this detoxing or cleansing. And so what do you think about its role in immunity? What I learned is there's a root cause to immune issues. For me, it was chemicals. So I am highly sensitive to all chemicals, you know, whether it's gasoline in a gas station or, you know, fresh paint. 
Um, I was became green before anyone really recognized the importance how our body are. We need to detox our lives, right? So the plastics, the microwaves, and you know the Tupperwares, right? The Teflon. So many of us are exposed not to just the foods, but we're just in our environment and what we have don't have control. So detoxing allows our body to get a rest. It allows ourselves to cleanse our gallbladder and our liver that takes on most of the toxins and does all the heavy work in our body. So when we are eating a food that maybe has pesticides or our liver, our gallbladder doing the hard work and it breaks down our immune system over time. So what we need to do is give our body a break. The fall is the best time, fall and spring, you know, to go into that five-day detox and just allow your your digestive system to rest. Many people will come out of it feeling lifted, more energy, may lose five or 10 pounds, may feel, wow, where's the fog? I, I don't need the caffeinated drink. I'm waking up naturally, like as if I'm a child. So... I, my family, we, my friends, we all, we all champion on each other. We do, you know, quarterly detoxes. Wonderful. Wonderful. And so I know there are many regimens available for detox. So what do you use? There's a company called Arenda International, and I use their products, which is, you know, really founded by doctors, functional medicine doctors. So really clean ingredients really gives you the recipes for a paleo diet that you can start embarking on day three, giving you the tips and giving you the guidance. So I wouldn't recommend anyone doing detox without having, a, you know, a nutritionist or a doctor supporting because you could do more harm than good. So wonderful. So are there foods that weaken our immune system? Sugar and dairy. All right. What we want the most. <laughs> so are there foods that actually improve our immune system? Yeah. I mean, I think we all know kale. Everybody talks about kale, right? Those green leafy vegetables. I feel it's just really what's in nature. So whole foods, whole animals. You know, what I learned at the Natural Gourmet Cooking School is, you know, back in the day before agriculture, when we were able to ship foods all across the world, we were eating foods that were whole. So I think whole foods eating was a game changer for me. So cook the chicken parts, make the stock right and just have that whole experience just like people do back back in the day you know you harvest your tomatoes you make tomato right you make tomato soup you're making tomato salads you're making you know you know italian gravy so um so i i think that that's what we've lost some somewhere in our in our new you know 21st century uh culture so um and these are great. This is a great guideline. Um, I love that the American Heart Association is talking about this, these types of guidelines. And so I would just, yeah, just recommend people go to the American Heart Association website, try to sample and try to experiment and see how you feel. Wonderful, wonderful. And we are, we are going to share this resource also in our resources section. So, so you were talking about eating in the season, and then you were also talking about 
getting local food. So what is the difference in terms of it, the food's ability to provide immunity? Is there a difference between fresh local food versus uh, something that has been frozen or uh, come from far away? Yeah, so you, your best is local um, because it's in your environment, right? It doesn't have to go through shipping. It's not going to be sprayed with any preservatives to keep it, you know, alive longer than it should. <laughs> and so that is just a great way. And then supporting your local farmers. You're doing good for for your local farmers. So I, I just think that you're going to keep them sustainable. And I also think that it's it just feels good. It just feels good. It feels good to your heart and your spirit. So we talk about that body-mind connection again. Right. <laughs> right. So can you give us some healthy eating tips for kids and especially like, you know, what you have been working in your Nourish Our Kids program? Before we go into that detail, can you tell me what is this Nourish Our Kids program and how did it come about? Sure. So when I went to the Institute for Integrated Nutrition, I learned about the obesity epidemic that is not only affecting one out of three adults, but affecting our young adolescents and children. Mm-hmm. And is um, there a relationship between obesity and immunity? Yeah. So because obese, we know obesity and being overweight leads to adult onset diabetes. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing children that are now being diagnosed with diabetes and they're not adults. Mm-hmm. So we know what it does, it wreaks havoc. So the, the amount of sugar that's in fast food, mm-hmm. the amount of sugar that's in sugary drinks, the amount of sugar that's in you know snacks and cakes and pastries really puts a burden on your on your your kidneys. And so we're seeing children uh, are becoming diagnosed with diabetes. So the sugar and dairy that you were talking about causing problems with immunity can also cause inflammation and can lead to these diseases and obesity at the same time. So it's kind of the common thread between the immunity and obesity, these foods. So, yeah. So tell me. And behavior, uh, Dr. Rosini, it's behavior too, right? Uh Right. So I I think we see that there's, you know, there's just the energy and the adrenaline, you know, you have more sugar in in your body, you're going to be a little more hyper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell us how did this Nourish Our Kids uh, program came about? So it just, with my education and learning about these new statistics and how scary they were, and as a young mother, I felt that I I had a duty and obligation to pay it forward, to help other parents, to get involved. So I saw that the Children's Aid Society, along with the Mount Sinai Medical Director, was running an obesity prevention program. They were going into inner schools where we see are, are really dealing with the most of the crisis with obesity, that they were going to teach young kids at ages three to seven um, about how to learn about eating eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I got involved and I went for 16 weeks over, I think, a year and a half. And what we learned is that we were encouraging them in a playful, teaching, fun way about making good, healthy choices. So when they were going home, they were teaching what they learned with their parents. Mm -hmm. And when they were shopping with their parents, their parents were making better buying decisions. So So instead um, of having the tantrum for getting some sugary food, they were asking the parents to get healthy food? 
Yep. They were on the shopping cart saying, Mama, 1% leche, Mama, all <laughs> one. They were encouraging more colors on the plate. So we know the abundance of colors is the fruits and the vegetables. Right. Um, So parents. So that five-a-day program, like you want to eat at least five colors in a day. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. And so then, so then that you came up with this book, like, you know, to tell us a little bit about your book. So because I had this amazing experience and practice, I felt it was important to go out to the world. And so Nourish Our Kids was founded in 2003. Um, We wrote a children's book in 2012 called The Knock Rockers. So Nourish Our Kids and OK, The Knock Rockers. Knowing that Cornell University had shown us that children will want to model other children's behaviors. So we knew that if we could create these role models and we could bring them into the classroom and we can encourage children to learn about healthy lifestyle habits. So exercise, body, mind, right, and food, we have a chance of getting them into a lifestyle pattern for life. So they're not going to wind up growing up and having it issues that they're going to be taught when they're young. And so Nourish Our Kids is a curriculum that any school in America can use. We've had some schools in Mexico use it. We've had skills, uh, schools in Chicago use it. And when we go into the classroom, we start introducing them to the knock rockers. Mm-hmm. So we talk about this sleepy slow town called Slowville. I'm just huh. showing the book from here. And so in so what Slowville, a clever twist of words. So N-O-K is nurture our kids. Yes. All right. Yes. And so, and then what is the Slowville? So Slowville is a town that has lost its color. Because we're mm-hmm. in the classroom, we're teaching children about go foods, mm-hmm. foods that make your body go and grow, compared to slow foods, foods that make your body slow. And so we're using the book and we're showing them by removing the color Mm -hmm. in this slow town that they need to figure out as the role models why this town has lost its color and why is it called Slowville. Hmm. So they go on their magical train ride. So they go on this this knock express. And you can only imagine how much fun it is for a three-year-old and a four-year-old and a five-year-old to get on this this fast-moving, colorful train. And what they find is that the children have been mesmerized by this bully. And he's called the junk food jammer. (laughs) Another clever twist on words. Junk food jammers. All right. So he's hanging out at the Greasy Spoon Diner, open 24 hours, all you can eat. And he's made everyone believe it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so even in the classrooms that I visit, children know, you know, it's okay to have sugar. It should be a treat or an event, not something they eat all the time, right? And so it's the balance. So what they've also found, like, well, why is everybody mesmerized? Well, because he's boarded up the secret garden of fruits and vegetables. He's made everyone believe that there isn't anything that in that exists beyond the sugary foods that they're finding at the greasy spoon diner or at the vending machines. So they have an idea. They realize that they can use their 
really magical, fast, strong train and break through. So when they break through, the children are given all the fruits and vegetables and they change colors on the spot. Hmm. They, they bring that and they become strong and they start standing up to the bully. And they say, no, we want go foods. We don't want slow foods anymore. We want go foods. And so he concedes and he changes automatically, just like all the kids changed. So he changes automatically. He gets his color. He loses his weight. He becomes vibrant. And they all come together on the bandstand as they change the name Slowville to Goville. Wonderful. So, Wonderful. And there's a song that we uh -huh. sing, you know, you are what you eat, so kick up your feet and help uh -huh. your body go Wonderful. and grow. Knock rockers, knock rockers, go. So so it brings in a story and a song and characters and, and it just, you know, continues the journey. And so what we're finding is educating children young gives them a chance. To, to really, really having these healthy habits for the rest of their life. Wonderful, wonderful. And so you were talking about how how did you get the kids' feedback? Was it your kids' feedback when you were making this story? <laughs> well, Sarana, which is the young woman with the yoga, is um, my daughter, Lindsay Sarah, and uh -huh. my daughter, Kelly Ann. So. They're, they're, they're a combo. Uh -huh. um, James, right behind her with the apple, is my third daughter, Jamie. All so, right. so, yeah, they were my inspiration uh -huh. they were, because they were living this life. Uh -huh. um, they were living this life. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, so like if people want to get the whole of the book for their kids or they want to arrange for the program for their school, how can they do that? Uh, go, go to our website, www.nourishourkids.com, and there's a form you can fill out, and that will get send a note to me and, and my partner, and we'll get back in touch with you. Wonderful. And if they want just a book for their kids? It's available on the website as well. Wonderful, yeah. Is it also available on bookstores and stuff? It, in certain bookstores, local bookstores. Wonderful. And on Amazon, but also on Amazon. What a beautiful, like, you know, twist on words, but the stories and the characters, It's I'm sure the kids would love it. And uh, I think parents would learn from it too. So it's a wonderful work. Are you uh, working on some other projects related to that? We have other books. So it's really funding. We're looking for funding. I mean, we're doing this just to, to teach, but there's, you know, so we're looking for some angel investors, we're looking for people to help fund Wonderful. so we can get it out more broadly. All right. So we were not able to show the whole PowerPoint, but people who want to get the whole PowerPoint that Donna is sharing, we have three ways for you to get it. Either you can text JOYFUL to 38470, or join our Facebook group, Happy and Healthy Mind for Dr. Rosina. Just sign up for drrosina.com so we can send you some of the resources that Dana has been talking about. And before we go into the special of the day, and I'm going to talk about a powerful way of training your brain or training your thoughts. Donna, do you have any last message for our audience? I recommend everyone invest a little in your health today.
from my experience, without investing your time and your money, you're going to invest more in your recovery tomorrow. Wonderful message. Thank you. So let's kind of talk about the special of the day today. And so have you had, uh, have you ever had difficulty, you know, thinking positive when a lot of negative is happening around you? Oh, absolutely. Especially yeah. with COVID. <laughs> a lot of people have that difficulty. So the other day, my, one of my patient was having very hard time and she recently got diagnosed with a condition and she was told that maybe she has five years of life left. So she was so frustrated and upset and angry. And, and so I asked like, you know, how are you, what are you thinking? And she said, well, I think I'm screwed and there's nothing much left and I have only five years left. And so I said like, you know, that, that seems very negative thought and it's, can you change into positive? And she could not think about anything positive. She said, how can I think positive when I got this diagnosis? So I said, okay, well, if you are having hard time thinking positive, negative, let me ask you, is this thought that I have only five years left helping you or hurting you. So she said, it's hurting me. I'm getting more angry. So I said, okay, can we change it into a little helpful thought? And so she had very hard time coming up with helpful thoughts. So I kind of suggested, what if you think I'm so grateful that I have five years left instead of five months left or five days left? or five minutes left because when she was she went to the hospital she was having a lot of breathing problem and she thought she may have covid so she could have died and so so when i put that in perspective then she said yeah i have five years in which i can do all the things that i wanted to do and i kept on delaying so just shifting the thought from I, uh, my life is screwed because i have only five years left too i'm so grateful that i have five years left uh, five years opportunity to do all the things that I wanted to do. So shifting your thought like this from hurtful thought to helpful thought may improve your ability to enjoy your life fully. And every day is a new day and every day we can improve. Mm -hmm. So take continue to take the steps to stay safe, healthy and happy and see you next time.